0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Coasting with Colin. Glad to have you here. Thank you guys for all of your support, for listening, for encouraging messages, for constructive criticism. I appreciate all of the feedback, and just appreciate all of you. So, we're getting close to the quarter century mark here. This is episode number 24, and I really have thoroughly enjoyed these episodes. You guys have helped me grow as an individual. I have shared some awesome conversations with many others. I think of Travis Sterling, Freddie, Mike, and all of the conversations that I have shared with talking about this outside of here, outside of this podcast, with you guys telling me, hey, Colin, I really like this or that. And so as I was thinking and preparing for this episode today, I just sat there and said, you know, your circle the people you surround yourself with, matter. Your circle matters. The people that we surround ourselves with, the people that we spend the most time with, the people that we gather advice from, the people that we share life experiences with, all matter. And that is the topic that i want to touch on tonight as we jump right into episode 24 of costa McCollin, your circle matters so the topic tonight your circle matters really comes from last couple of weeks it's a topic i've been really thinking about and then My brother, Kurt, who goes to Bible study with me, one of the same Bible studies I go to, he actually shared something on his Facebook page. And then he shared it with all of us in the Bible study group. And it says, it's this simple picture, a light gray background, and it says in Mark chapter 2, Jesus healed a paralyzed man because of his friend's faith. This is why your circle matters. And that just really hit me because I had already been thinking about that. You see, a few weeks ago, I had gone to visit my friend Taylor. And he's been like a brother to me ever since I met him at ECU. Him, Kyle, actually two Kyles, so many more. Garrison, Nick, all of these guys and girls. I would have to name off about 30 names if I named everybody off from ECU. But they all mean so much to me and the coolest thing is when i started going to ecu i didn't know anybody i had to meet people along the way and everybody does that's the college experience but when i met my buddy taylor taylor and i have both grown so much since that time we met but that's really cool because he we've both been able to see the transition in both of our lives but always with this group of buddies from ecu and many more they have seen all the potential in me and they have encouraged me to pursue the things that I value, and the things that I'm good at. And in turn, we've done that for all of us. And so, as I visited Taylor a few weeks ago, we were sharing, catching up with life, sharing things to each other. And it really got me on this subject of... Wow Who you surround yourself with Truly does matter See we can surround ourselves with people who Tear us down Who Talk about us behind our backs And sometimes We can even be that person Unfortunately But it doesn't have to be that way We don't have to be like that. Instead of tearing people down, let's build people up. You know, here, it's November 2022 now. Inflation has been high all year. We're getting ready to go into the holidays. It's going to be such a tough Christmas season. For many people People Need people To be light. So many things are already Affecting them negatively They don't need the ones they surround themselves with to do the same I was reminded this just this past weekend It's something that perhaps we all forget along the way. But sometimes people are hurting very much. So, and they just want others to appreciate them as a human being. They want somebody to listen to understand. They're not really looking for advice in those seasons. They're not looking for folks to say, you should do this, you should do that. They just want to be recognized, loved, and as Jesus did to everybody he encountered, they just want to be met where they are. Because sometimes the struggle is so real that it's all they can do just to show up, and they just need folks To meet them where they are. Now, as we go in and read the lesson today, it has to come from Mark chapter 2. That story that Kurt shared with the Bible study group the other day. So we're going to begin from Mark chapter 2, verse number 1. And it goes like this. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Carpanum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached a word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. That's so powerful. And that concludes, that's verses 1 through 5 of Mark chapter 2. And that's, that's all we need. There is so much material in those five short verses. So many people were there to see Jesus, there wasn't any room to move around. The house could hold no more folks. But these four friends of this paralyzed man, they had faith. They believed in Jesus. They believed in this paralyzed man. They believed that he would get the help. Because of their faith in Jesus, they knew Jesus could heal this guy. And they believed that. So, they were not, even though they were deterred by the first obstacle of you can't get into the house, it's full, there's people standing outside the door because it's so full, they didn't take no for an answer. Their faith took that man to the roof, and they made a hole in the roof because they believed in Jesus so much in the power of God and they knew that could heal their friend, that they tore through the roof and got their friend to Jesus. That paralyzed man, his friend's faith, is what healed him. Sometimes we are going through difficult seasons. It's hard, life can be difficult, life can be great, there are many seasons to life. I have a question for you. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Do you have the four friends that when your faith is weak, theirs is strong? Hopefully that answer is yes, but it's meant to be a rhetorical question. It's meant, I don't need an answer. I just need you guys and all of us to think about that. Who are we surrounding ourselves around? Our circle matters. Let me give you some more personal examples. There was a situation I was in a few years ago. It was a rough job experience for me. And I had shared that with a few of my close friends. I have a friend, two friends actually, their husband and wife, Trey and Susan Wright. Now both of these friends knew what I was going through. And I'll have you guys know, more mornings than not, they would send me praise and worship songs. Because they knew The ride into work and the ride home from work were two of my most vulnerable times. They knew that season was tough on me. So every morning, almost every morning, they would send me praise and worship songs. That's the kind of friends that the world needs more of. Here's another example. Let's go back to Taylor and his wife, Kate. I've mentioned them before, not only tonight, but in other episodes. But I keep on mentioning them because their faith is so strong. They have seen me at weakest points. They have seen me go through the valleys. They have seen me on mountaintops. And they still meet me wherever I am in that journey. I know they pray for me. I know they're here for me. One of the first people I called when I received the, the news that my mom had cancer last year was Taylor. And he picked the phone right up. And he checked on me every day. When I was weak, Taylor was strong. Your circle matters. Now I've got a few more examples of this. I've got a buddy named Jason. He's become like a mentor to me. He knows that at 30 years old, just as we all are, I'm a work in progress. He talks to me and tells me advice. He knows that I am going through new experiences. And even if I'm going through things that I have 10,000 hours worth of experience, he is still there for me. He's checked on me. He's one of the few friends that I get messages from and the messages go something like, Hey, Colin. I know you've got this or that going on. And I just want to tell you, I'm praying for you about that situation. I want you to remember to put God first. Your circle matters. Now, thankfully, I've had some awesome family members that have done these same things. I understand every family is different. I can only imagine, and I know there are some of you listening to this, and I hate it, but I know it's true that may not have the strongest family background. And that's where your friends are going to matter even more. I know people, when I was... Around 18, 19, or 20, I met my good buddy down at the beach, Brandon Tabarini. Now, the coolest thing about Brandon is we've been in some situations, some situations I probably shouldn't have been in, or nobody should have. And Brandon was right there and he said, Colin, you don't want to be a part of this. You don't want to, you don't want this to be you. He said, man, I see something in you. He said, and this isn't it. He says, don't go down this path. Because there's so much more in life in store for you and he says i need to listen to my own advice and do you know every so often brandon still checks in and he says hey brother how are you doing how can i pray for you what can i do to help you doing okay your circle matters one last story is another mentor of mine and her husband. And this is Andrea and Austin. Now, I've talked about them before, too. But I wish all of you also had an Andrea and Austin. I wish all of you had all of these people I've mentioned. And many, many more. This would be a five-hour or more long episode if I named off everybody. And that's incredible. And that's such a blessing. And I pray you have that in your life. I pray you have those four people that were there for the paralyzed man. Because your circle matters. But getting back to Andrea and Austin, I went to visit them in Utah. And it had been a rough patch, another valley season of life. And they didn't condemn me. They didn't chastise me. They met me where I was, and they heard me out. And then they told me that they were there to walk beside me, right here, right now. Because they believe that much in me. Your circle matters. And I've got one other story. And A lot of these people I've mentioned I work with. Or I did work with. And that's a whole nother level. Show up for those that you work with too. Show up for your co-workers. They're all your neighbors. But this other coworker, named Adrian, every so often, he will send me a text. Hey, brother, how are you doing? I'm checking on you. He celebrates my victories, and he walks with me when I'm in the valley. Your circle matters. Now the greatest thing about this is we all are on the mountaintops and we all are on the valleys as I've said and Jesus meets us no matter where we're at when our faith is weak he is strong but the main thing i want to get across tonight with all these stories with the mark chapter 2 verses 1 through 5 bible lesson it's very important who we surround ourselves with it can make us or break us we're always learning always observing and so make sure that you're soaking in the right things Finally, please remember that your circle does matter. I want to end this episode by just saying a prayer. Dear Lord, so many people who are listening to this, it's such a blessing because you have surrounded them with Great folks. And they lead them, and they guide them, and direct them towards you. Father, I think of, I did not mention him earlier, but I think of two of my friends named Charles. Both of them have looked after me so much. I'm thankful and grateful for them. Dear Lord, sometimes you do send people our way and we ignore them or we ignore and don't listen or we think we have it figured out or having fun in the moment for whatever reason, dear Lord. And so we're kind of in the valley of the shadow of death then. We're like the prodigal son who has wandered away. But dear Lord, just like the prodigal, let us know we can come back to you. And you will be there with wide open arms. Father, also, I want to close this by praying for each and every one of us. Help us to be good neighbors. Help us to be one of those friends that carry people, that encourage people, that build them up, that tear through roofs if we have to. Help us to always remember to love others, to show up, to listen to them, to value just them. Help us to remain with them throughout the journey. Let them know we are here For them help us to learn to be great neighbors to understand that all of us have different needs and let us be such great neighbors that we show up for any of those reasons dear lord we may have to show up to be a listener and then the next day we might need to be an advice giver help us to have discernment to realize what we need to be in the moment and to be a key part of our neighbor's circle, to be someone they can trust, to be someone that's loyal to you, dear Father, and to our neighbors. Thank you for all these blessings. In Jesus' name, amen.